0: Everyone, I guess, lost my train That
1: was life. a long delay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was making sure we really were recording, because uh, last week we had that little... Do you remember that, Alex? I that we started We started recording last no, week, and, and it wasn't recording, recording. <laughs> the whole thing. No, no we, we didn't. did not. Oh, oh my we didn't. Gosh. Well, well, where we I? I? <laughs> we're starting chaotic. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. Um, teeny, tiny little group today. We've got Pastor Ryan. Hey, Sally. Hey, Ryan, we've got Pastor Alex. Hey. (laughs) Hey, guys. Um, So happy to be talking to you today. Um, We had a great weekend, did we not?
1: Uh, It was a great weekend. It
0: really was. It It really was. was. So let's go into story time. Um, Listen, in full disclosure, I asked Ryan if he wanted to do a question, and it was Ryan who said no. He's probably going to try to paint a different picture like I said no. Right. It's not true. I got an
1: email yesterday (laughs) that said, I'm going to ask about a question, but do not say Yes. (laughs)
0: i did not send that to anyone um yeah that was in um, your yeah. <laughs> dream yeah exactly um i can do one so no we're not mm-hmm. d- we've already said no right, this is the chaos that we're <laughs> talking about um so we're not doing a question but we will do story time because we do have lots of good stories and then there's just so much good stuff mm-hmm. to talk about um you pose. i mean let's like do spoiler alert this is what we'll talk about towards the end of the episode but um the question that you pose will first it was kind of two questions. The first one was um, what we had talked about on the podcast last yes. week: is Jesus your president or is he king? Mm. Um, I loved that whole concept of kingship. Amazing.
1: Did I describe that the right way, Alex? I thought you did great. Okay, good, because yeah. yeah. that was a question that Alex posed on the podcast, and it just got me so quick, and so I wanted to make sure I did it right with what you meant by mm-hmm. king and president.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: No, yeah, it's perfect. I mean, it's just studying government. Um, what do you call that? St- Types, yeah, right, like styles, or yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah, you got yeah. Theocracy, democracy, yeah. and then on forward and meadowocracy Yeah, um, you what know what that? I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a kingship man, you, you know, you don't really have a say. He knows what's yeah. best for yes. you. Yes, you know, and he creates boundaries for a reason. Those yes. boundaries are for your freedom. Uh-huh. You know, anything outside those boundaries will curse you. Yeah. Yes,
1: and so it was funny. I was having a conversation on the patio. Sorry, we already went off. Go ahead. But okay, listen. but this is actually kind of cool Love because it. I was talking to somebody and they they were saying even though. Uh, we think of Jesus as our king, we still have a humanistic thought to Mm -hmm. what a king is, meaning a king on earth, especially in the Bible days, they didn't have your best interest in mind. They had Mm -hmm. their best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. So when the king set those rules. He didn't care about the, the people in the town. Mm-hmm. For the most part, mm-hmm. it was what makes me, the king, look good and get served. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the opposite. Mm-hmm. It, it works both. We serve him by his rules, but they also serve us. So mm-hmm. that's why when we say kingship, he, it's a heavenly kingship, not an earthly kingship. That's so yeah. good, yes. Uh, I love that. So
0: I loved that. Then we got to the second question, which, uh, I mean, people had to sit in for a second, you know, mm-hmm. which is, can you be a believer and X, Y, Z? you know, Mm -hmm. you posed a couple different questions. So we'll get into that towards the end of the episode because um, I just, I want us to camp out there for a second and talk about that, but it was so good. So thank you. Um, So who has stories?
1: Alejandro.
2: Alejandro. um, Well, my stories, uh, I just got a couple um, from on Sunday. Um, The first one is uh, during worship. um, I tend to normally be pretty mindful of time just to kind of make sure in a way that we're on track. I am a very like uh, flowy person, mm-hmm. especially because of my background, but I'm also trying to like honor people's times mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Regardless, for the first time in a long time, um, I was not thinking about time at all. It was just like, I felt like as a church, as a congregation in both services, mm-hmm. we were just in. Yeah. And I wasn't thinking, oh, five minutes left or Yeah. whatever. It was just like, no, we're here mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. And um, I'm looking at like Lisa on keys. I'm looking mm-hmm. at Randy on bass. Um, and everybody, really, all the musicians, they're just um, few of them just crying few of them just like mm-hmm. on stage. you can just feel the voices mm-hmm. um, almost like in a sense like of a thousand, you yes, know, yes, generation de- generations Ooh. just like proclaiming Jesus. Yes. And so it was very overwhelming, very beautiful, and time was not on my mm-hmm. mind um and so i thought i was very very precious um and then the second thing too again was just like uh continuing to see people worship jesus um the way they 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 want to in the sense like you have a little girl dancing Mm -hmm. i've seen few children already just worshiping Mm -hmm. whether it's a three-year-old or an eight-year-old like it's just been super beautiful or an older person um, whether it's through sign language, whether it's through dance, mm-hmm. like we literally are being so non-judgmental, mm-hmm. you know, and just letting people, Hey, let's worship together, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether it's through song or mm-hmm. anything. And, um, I just think it's really p- precious what's happening. Yeah. So those are, those are my two stories. Awesome. Um, I don't know if there's anybody anybody else. I do
0: have stories, actually. I have a few stories. Um, I'll do a shout out to uh, Logan because they had their Friday Night Frenzy. And yeah. it was just, that was kind of cool on Friday. The numbers just kept pouring in. Yep. In the midst of a hurricane? In the midst of a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> but they were they they made a joke that was like, um, because school was out, or they did e-learning that day, yeah. <laughs> that all the parents were like, yeah, go somewhere else oh, man. <laughs> and hang out tonight. Uh, so they did. They had like over 100 kids oh, <laughs> at Adventure gosh. Air, which is so scary. And no one got hurt. No one got hurt. Like, that's a great, that's a great night. So very cool. Um, just to watch every area of this church explode and be like, thank you, Jesus. What are you doing here? It's crazy. Um, so that was really cool. The second thing was I actually had this, I thought about this this morning. Um, I knew there was a family that you guys cared for really well. Um, this Mm -hmm. past couple of weeks who had a pretty devastating loss. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was, you know, I think a funeral, um, service on saturday and then um i heard yesterday in staff meeting that um the this woman Mm -hmm. um who had this you know loss was you know kind of weeping and she was at church like Mm -hmm. worshiping Mm -hmm. you know the day after this funeral and i also had um i hope it's okay i'm not trying to get heavy or anything and i hope it's okay these people are i hope these people are okay with me mentioning them but it also took me back to um Christy mm-hmm. and Chris Rice mm-hmm. and knowing that when these people have these really hard losses, that they are here at church mm-hmm. the day after because wow. they know the presence of the Lord will be here. Yeah. And it's not, it just highlights to me that it's not a church, that church is a chore. Like, mm. uh, because if it, if it is when you're going through something really hard, you will lay out of it. Cause mm-hmm. why you're not going to do chores when you're, Yep. grieving when you're sad you know yep. you're going to take some time for yourself to know that they want to be here you yep. know to know to know the comfort and the presence of jesus it spoke to me a lot yep. so i was kind of thinking about that when i got ready yeah, this morning that's a
1: rest it's a rest for your soul yes. It's you can't describe yes until you're until you're there yes. now, i don't know if that's what they felt but it seems like that's what that's what yeah. it was. It's like I'm just going to just And rest that's not a while. shaming
0: thing for anybody who has been like, no, been through yeah, a loss yeah. and d- and been like yeah. I just need a day or I mm-hmm. just need a, you know, however long to like either be by myself and maybe you're by yourself with the Lord, but there is something to be said about being in God's house with God's people. Yeah. His presence mm-hmm. is here we're all worshiping together. And so I just thought that it just ministered to me. It just yeah. spoke to my heart. And so I just thought that was very sweet. And then uh second story time really quick. We had just a very sweet time led yesterday. Mm-hmm. So Alex led our Devo, um, you know, for our just a little peek into our staff time that every Monday, you know, we do our, our all staff meeting and um, always have a time of prayer for like first time guests and um, prayer requests. And we, you know, um, have a Devo that's on Monday typically led by one of our pastors. And so, Alex, you just had a very intentional devo yesterday that um, I just want people to know that this is what Mm -hmm. our staff does, because it is a very sweet thing. We were able to slow down. We had a time of worship together, which was amazing. And then we just got to pause and share real life with each other. Mm -hmm. And um, again, I always like to say these things because this doesn't just have to happen in a church setting, you know, and not it can't happen in every setting, Mm -hmm. I'm sure, Um, but to take these little nuggets into the place where you work and make a change there, you know? And so one of the things that we did was go around and share like, what's one thing that you're praising God for? And what's one thing you need prayer or help or power in right now. And it's a beautiful way to learn about the people that you serve with every single yeah. week. And, um, it so was, it man. was a, it was super powerful. I mean, when I tell you it's like tears all around uh-huh. the room and it, when you just pause for one second and tap into something a little bit deeper, yeah. what flows out is mm-hmm. amazing. It was beautiful. And so, yeah, it was a beautiful time. And so, um, just know that that your staff here at New mm-hmm. River church, we really do take time to stop and seek no. the Lord. It's not just a job to us. This is true ministry. And we want to make sure that, um, we're not just preaching at people, but that mm. we are also allowing God to take us through a process mm-hmm. that he's transforming us, our lives, our minds, yeah. um, that we're seeking him just as much as we're encouraging other people to seek him. Yeah. And so thank the, you for the, doing that. Alex. The
1: danger in, in church work is that it does just become a job. Yeah. And if if we aren't careful, it will happen. Yeah. When I went to a Bible college mm-hmm. and the professors multiple always said, the Bible is not your textbook. Mm. Like don't get caught reading the Bible as like a, uh, uh, it teach. was a textbook yeah yeah. yeah yeah no the bible is, is where you go to to yeah. find the lord yeah. and uh, we just use it as a textbook but it's not mm-hmm. so wow. meaning don't get caught up in mm-hmm. the monotony of the day Mono- yeah. monop- monotony monotony of the day. of the day monopoly of the day yeah <laughs> same thing with church i mean yeah. we do have to take time and understand we we need the same thing mm-hmm. that we're t- telling people to go do yes um, that sure. was good yesterday yeah it was, was great thank was you awesome. for that alex we, appreciate
2: we got that. A, I mean we got to let him lead us, so we can lead others. Yes, yes. you yeah. know that's we have to be the ones going forward. You know, and mm-hmm. true leaders are the ones in the front of the line. Yep, you know you
0: can't lead other people where you're not going. No. Yes. I saw this
2: um so this like, last night in the marriage class picture uh-huh. of like the difference between like a boss and a leader. And the boss was the one sitting on a chair, like on a chariot with like his slaves pushing mm-hmm. him. And mm-hmm. the leader was the boss in the front uh-huh. with his with the guys on the back. You know, mm-hmm. and he was leading wow, them. Yeah. You know, yeah, with the chariot like yeah, empty. Yeah you know? Yeah. And so it was just like,
1: Oh That's a man. good
0: visual. So. Very
1: good. Yeah. So my, um, mine is just, again, this talking about this series, we, it's been very encouraging to yeah. hear just feedback. I opened up the other day, when is it a couple of days ago, just saying, man, thank you guys for prayers and mm-hmm. for the encouragement. We've had a lot of emails come in some emails that were like, thank you for that. Others that we like, <laughs> we're like, man, that's really good. But, uh, what I love is that it's not a, uh, Hey, good job. Man, good good preaching up there. It was yeah. more of like you're doing the right thing. Um, or we are. And because we all mm-hmm, talk about yeah. all this together. But that's what I that's what I liked. It wasn't a let me pump him up because he's saying words, but it's y'all are doing the right thing by speaking truth. Yeah. and doing it lovingly and in the right way. So it's just yeah. been encouraging.
0: In the right way because it doesn't it doesn't single mm. it doesn't single anyone Mm-mm. out. It doesn't really single any groups out or anything like that, yeah. it is before we start pointing fingers, it is always, let's look at ourselves, which yeah. is what Jesus modeled for us. Yeah, And so I think that's why it was so powerful. And we'll get to that towards that last question. It was like, I think that's what made it so sobering is, yeah. um, and you know, I think when you do series things like this, we've talked about this, it's not, um, because it's a popular thing to do or, you know, we're not trying to get people who are curious about all these things to just like get in our doors. We just First of all, felt this was our step of obedience. Like yeah. this is where we have we've asked God all the time for our sermon series and he'll give give us these things months in advance. And so all that to say, sometimes I think people come looking for I just want to know if you're going to say that this is a sin. Yeah. That XYZ is a sin. Mm-hmm. Um and so you are doing that, but you're also saying but this is also but This other Mm -hmm. ABC is also a sin. And and so I just think it's done so well. And that's what keeps us walking in humility and not in some sort of arrogant pride that somehow we figured out, you know, God's plan and we figured it all out and whoever hasn't figured it out yet is like, garbage trash you well, know <laughs> when we
1: talk yep. about truth truth yeah. does not mean our agenda yeah. right and we still so get caught up good. in that yes right?
0: and it's so easy yeah it's so, it is it is even on a small scale like to look at uh, just so you're not looking at like the world's agenda or anything like that i'm talking about like just random people in your life and you're like how yeah. can they be doing this like get yes. your life together yeah. it's like how could i be doing some of the things that i'm doing while i'm here Ooh. at church on sunday you know yeah. and so it, it it is a good this whole thing has been laced with it is truth but it is also inner like reflection and Holy no. Spirit help me before no. I'm trying to point my fingers at yeah. anybody else. And so I think that's why it's been so good for people. I, I don't know if I
1: should say this or not, but we we've had a couple people reach out and ask us to s- directly speak on politics. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to uh, Bruce. Yeah. Bruce Morris, Bruce. And because uh, he was one of those. He's like, man, thank you for being bold. But he, he's like, just here's your warning when you start. And he said keep doing this yeah. but he's saying just just be aware when you start peeling back the onion of truth and yeah. calling out false doctrine he said you will get attacked yeah. he's like yeah. well, we, but he was like but we got your back so yeah. i love that but anyway i was like yeah and we're starting to get these kind of emails but we, we talked about this thing is i'm not gonna stand on stage we said this before and, yeah. and speak about politics here's what i'll say seek the holy spirit mm-hmm. because your beliefs should line up with his beliefs mm-hmm. and he will show you or tell you who to who to mm-hmm. vote for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's this or this. You vote for who the Holy Spirit tells you to vote for in his truth. So, I don't know. We were yeah. talking about that, and I was like, it's Spirit. not about earthly things mm-hmm. as government. No. It's mm-hmm. important, but the main thing is seek the Lord, mm-hmm. and then yeah. he will show you who you need to vote our, for. Yeah. Again, I think this was said last week, but our heart
2: is to... Because, in a sense, we are like, not in a sense, there's discipleship happening yeah. through sermons, there's discipleship mm-hmm. happening throughout the week. But if Ryan is going to go up there and be just like cold, hard, unhumble, mm. like, then you're going to create a culture that is cold, hard, and mm. unhumble. Yeah. And w- our hearts is we want every individual to be like slow to speak, yes. examine themselves. You know? That's so good. And so this is why perhaps there are folks that do email us or have comments with us as like, man, you need to do this and it's black and white. And like the truth is at a dinner table, at a table, if we were just to sit down, we would probably agree with a lot of things that are black yes. and white. Yeah. Yeah. It's like know our heart. We we agree. Mm-hmm. But when, when it is our responsibility to, to uh, how would you say, just nurture the flock. Mm-hmm. We don't want to create um, I don't know how would you could describe people like that just people who are just so quick to just ah, mm-hmm. and just go against sin in a degree that's unloving. Yes, you know because yes. we want to attract people and we want to give them truth, but we know that the Holy Spirit can also lead mm-hmm. them to truth Yes that mm-hmm. he's the one that can do that way better than we can yeah and if we just go cold hard with just black and white answers then we there's a, there's a chance that we may push him away. Well
0: because some we will. Like, because we are a group of broken people mm-hmm. who are meeting under a perfect god like yeah. there's a lot of brokenness in the room and so you you want i'll just give this as an example not that anybody sent us this message but i can imagine maybe some people want this get up and say you better get up and say that being pro-choice is murder Yep. would we agree with that right here on the podcast yes we would is there somebody in the congregation who may have made this decision at some point in their oh, life that is. we want to love and care them, mm-hmm, yeah. care for them? Yes. Do we want them to know there's healing, there's hope, there's love? There's Jesus. There's, 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 forgiveness. Jesus. there's forgiveness. There's forgiveness. Yeah. Like, 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 so you know? that's where yes. people want you to get up and say you know? these hard and fast things, but not knowing that we have at, at this point over 800 people in our seats on a Sunday that we need to be able to care for them. And that's wow. not, that's not making anything that's, permissible that Mm -hmm. the scripture would uh, be clear is not, you know, that's not what we're doing, but to love those people. So that's just that kind of scenario that I think practically puts like a a picture of what you're saying. It's grace. You can't,
1: share the gospel without grace yes. if you share the gospel without grace it's it's like you it's, said it's just hard yeah, it's legalism it's, it's legalism yeah. yes and that's how jesus taught every mm-hmm. single time mm-hmm. with grace um, you know? and acceptance of of the mm-hmm. human of the person he created and yeah. then he confronted the sin yeah. Yeah. grace first
0: yeah so anyway I, I i also i just love what we're doing i yeah. think it's super special so to get into the sermon from this past sunday um great message um, and so we, you started off kind of with those statistics that we talked about last week, um, which I thought was good. It's just it is mind-boggling, yeah. um, some of the things that people will teach, and you think, you know.
2: Yeah, kudos to you too. Like because yeah. I'm not a huge fan of those statistics, like like in the sense of like it makes me, ugh. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and we even talked about it's like yeah, I don't consider those evangelical people right. or right, pastors, yeah. but man, you're, the way you went towards it and the way you would always just kind of go back and make your points. I was like, yes. Uh-huh. Like, thank you. You exactly. know, it was, it was very, very good. So yeah.
1: I was, I was mad. You know, we mm-hmm. talk yeah. about it on podcast, even in that moment, it's just one of those, it's it's not, it's, it's mad because when you believe in something so hard yeah. and you know that someone's ruining it, just mm-hmm. be blunt. And this yeah. is anything, but yeah. no, we're talking about, you know, God, <laughs> it's just, there's a pride in, in what we believe in. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand well, when people are doing even repeat that.
0: it, even to have to repeat yeah. phrases like that, it's, it's, mm-hmm. Feels blasphemous. It's yeah. like to it say that Jesus isn't the way. I, I can't. Yeah. How could you preach that? I can't mm-hmm. even say the sentence. You know. But like, here's the thing too: is tough.
1: the one of the reasons I I wanted to bring these back up and actually put them in front of our church is people in our congregation might not believe everything that was said, yes. but but they might have had a thought mm-hmm. about is Jesus a created being? Mm-hmm. So. By even reading these statistics, it gives us a chance to address that and say, no, he was and he will always be. But, you know, so even though some of us might not fall into those statistics, it could be that we we've at least thought about those things before. Well, and I'm like, oh, sorry. But the question of um, God accepts faith outside of Christianity, mm -hmm. that's a popular Mm -hmm. acceptance. And so. Anyway, just putting out in front, just says no, 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 here's the truth. No, you know? I think
0: that is good because I, I think we would be naive to think that a lot of people maybe don't. Ha- I mean, there could be a lot of people in our mm-hmm. congregation. We don't know. I mean, we get n- new people all, all the time. Right. And it's like, what belief system did they have? From they come different from? backgrounds. Exactly. All yeah. sorts of stuff. So, um, So I think it is good to address those things and let people know what the truth is this actually
1: brought another conversation out on the patio now (laughs) this is a theological debate that we've had before so he basically said because we were talking specifically about really that one does god accept faith outside of christianity but he also brought to the point that every knee will bow and confess that he is lord Mm. so his point was and we didn't settle on anything right but his point was is there a chance when you meet jesus after death that you could still repent and come to know Christ as Lord when you bowed his knees and confess that he is Lord. Wow. I know that's a deep I one. will
2: I will confess like cuz hey, we all have wild mm-hmm. thoughts in our minds don't like like y'all don't. <laughs> like I I've, I've I've I have imagined yeah. like certain scenarios like yeah. that. And when the reason why my mind has gotten to the th- thoughts like that mm-hmm. was for people that perhaps in our minds we think well, what about people quote unquote who haven't heard the gospel right. Right. in lands of mm-hmm. like unknown territory you know what mm-hmm. i mean and so you wonder like surely mm-hmm. god would give them an opportunity like you know so i've had thoughts like mm-hmm. that yeah. but but at surface level it's like no yeah, like you I know what i mean I like at, at just yeah. surface level yeah. like black and white stuff well
0: because for those uh, also those scenarios of people who haven't heard i have to trust that you yeah. it's holy spirit Came to me when I was 13 years old Mm -hmm. on top of a Mm -hmm. mountain. (laughs) And you know what I'm saying? And not that, and so I had heard the gospel. On a
1: mountain, Sally?
0: I've told you this story. Alex. How glorious! In Hawaii, you y'all don't know my salvation story. You were
1: transfigured.
2: I was like, transfigured. <laughs> oh my God. Did you come down and your face was white? But no yeah, everybody way! Was
0: like, what just happened to you on that mountain? Yeah. No, um, that's not what happened. Um, I secretly kept it inside until I got home, and I told my youth pastor. I was like, I think I, I'm not. I think I got saved. <laughs> Bro,
1: I saw Jesus. But in I Hawaii. Had, in
0: Hawaii, but I'd I'd heard the gospel for three years before that. Yes. But it it didn't mean. What it meant to me in that moment, wow. and so anyway, so if I feel like the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit doesn't need me appearing to people in dreams. I yeah. think we talked about yes. that story yeah, last, last week, week about the um, Muslim so, woman, you know, sally future podcasts,
2: of. salvation. What do you call that? Salvation
0: uh, stories. Salvation, salvation stories. Moment. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I was actually going to do that last week. No, yeah, you we, mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, we went off the rails. So here's my answer. All <laughs> right, because I
1: just want to clear it up since we posed the question. So. Um, First off, that view of that everyone will have a chance. Y'all know who Rob Bell is. Y'all remember Rob Bell? I do remember that's, that. That's that's yeah. his stance, which is false doctrine. Yeah, that love wins in the end, right? Mm. So, and that's not true. So, again, we don't know what God will do. Right? Mm-hmm. This is just what we see out of the Bible. So, there's that story about how Lazarus, the rich man, and, and um. What was Lazarus, the poor man and the rich man? Either way, well, they're having a discussion, mm-hmm. and this is a parable of Jesus is teaching. So in that story, the man that's in hell is is literally telling his people, tell like go preach to them so they don't come here. So he mm-hmm. recognizes the truth mm-hmm. while he's in hell, mm-hmm. but that doesn't give him get him out of hell. Yeah. And uh, wow, the conversation was that's well, even so if the one. even if they, I said no, he said the prophets still told Moses and Abraham yeah. they still told the truth, and even if he Jesus came back they still would not believe. Mm-hmm. So to your point, we are given the Bible. Yeah. Wow. You've heard the truth. Mm-hmm. You it's it's a call to respond to the truth in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. after this lifetime, that's not for us to say. But mm-hmm. I do know that James says that this is like a vapor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to make a decision yeah. for Christ or without Christ. Yeah. But that decision lasts for eternity. So I saw anyway.
0: a I saw a guy teaching and he was saying, um It was just, oh, I think I sent it to you as he was saying, like, today is the day of salvation. And he said, you know, he said, you know, there was like an old teacher that he had had who used to say, um, you don't have to accept Jesus today. You don't have to follow him. You don't have to give him your life. Don't do it today. Just do it the day before you die. (laughs) <laughs> and the question is like, but how do you know when you're going to die? Exactly. Yeah. Today is the day of salvation If oh, you've heard. Believe. Oh gosh, yeah. Believe, yeah. you know? And so, anyway. Um, or at least
1: seek. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I don't know where we got on that. But. Yeah, who knows? I love that.
0: Anyway, so you did all of that um, through the, the statistics. And then you got to, um, you did pose the question at the beginning, is he your king or is he your president? Um I don't have anything else to add to this, but I just keep thinking about some of the stuff that you even posed in the podcast last week about kingship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we kind of touched on the beginning of this episode, but I just can't get over that, that concept. He sets the rules. Like yeah. he just, he yeah. sets the commands and that. And so I don't know. Anyway, there's nowhere else for me to go with that. Um, unless you guys have anything to I mean, add, but other no, go than that. Non- yeah. The,
2: the only thing I wanted to add, and we kind of talked about it pre podcast, which was a king sets boundaries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um and as humans sometimes we think boundaries are are limitations mm-hmm. and we just want absolute freedom mm-hmm. but we don't realize that like his boundaries does give us the best freedom mm-hmm. you know um anything outside those boundaries will curse us it will harm us mm-hmm. he knows what's best for us yeah. you know again his way is better so yeah um what, That
0: would be a good question yeah. I'd like to pose to people And imagine is,
2: yeah go ahead sorry
0: Well just to think about in your life the place where you have been boundaryless,
2: mm-hmm.
0: how did that work out for you? Like when you thought that you you knew better and you, you know. could just do what you wanted to do, how did that work out for you? Not because very I, healthy. It's yeah. not. And because I still I like even in a small way, I still have this battle with food. Like, um can God tell me like at this point, I feel like I have to submit my food choices to the Lord. Where Years ago, and years ago, I mean, a year ago, even mm-hmm. it that would have been burdensome to me. Like, no, like I am a person; I can mm-hmm. choose the foods that I want to eat, like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't, I don't feel like that's the truth anymore, you know. Yep. And so, yep. and where did boundaryless eating get me? Mm-hmm. Uh, full on in food addiction, you mm-hmm. know, not healthy, not taking care of myself, not feeling good, not being able to keep up with my kids and, mm-hmm. you know, just feeling tired all the time. Where did that get me? So even in a small way, so now even around my food, I want boundaries. I want perimeters. Mm-hmm. Like tell me where the line is, where I'm I'm uh, hiding or covering an emotion with food because I don't want to do that. I want to deal with the emotion and move on from it, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, I, I just wonder if people could look at it, you know, The things that you thought, no, I'm my own person. I can make this decision and I can be boundaryless. Where did that get you? Think of that in relationships or, you know, in indulging in any way, you know, um, if you didn't have those boundaries. So anyway, I just think it's a good thing. You know what's also cool about about
1: a king, though, is he sets rules and boundaries and laws, but he also he prepares and he and he leads his people. Mm -hmm. Um, he protects. Pr- he protects he provides yeah. for his people yeah. i mean i'm just thinking the story mm-hmm. now pharaoh but that's that's a king how in mm-hmm. the famine was coming mm-hmm. so he sent people out to get crops to mm-hmm. put them in the storehouse of so the have things and it's like when we submit to jesus as king yes we're saying we'll follow your rules and submit but he also provides for us yeah. while, while yeah. we submit yeah. so there's well, a lot yeah. to it.
2: one thing that it. you you're saying too though jesus being consistent mhm He's the same. Mm-hmm. And so, how not to fall in love with a consistent king? Mm-hmm. You know, kings on earth and presidents on earth, it's always changing. Yeah. Like You're temperamental, you never you know. know. Yeah. And yeah. For most of us that, that are Americans listening to the Overflow <laughs> podcast here, you know, at New River, like, you know, we live in an American society. How frustrating can it be? Where it's just like every four years, every eight years, whatever. It's like things are just all constantly shifting. Yes, yeah. yes. But think about the beauty of our King mm-hmm. Jesus—that is so so consistent.
0: That's so good, Alex. Yeah. You know.
2: And so, if you want to stay in in freedom, you mm-hmm. know what He has to mm-hmm. offer, mm-hmm. and He has more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's a different perspective too, like. Yeah. Um, and kingship. You and know. That,
0: that's one of those things. Um, this is—I I feel like it's become like a life verse. Uh, for Brandon, I'm looking it up so that I don't butcher it. I typed in Brandon's name and I've done that. Oh but but my you know gosh. what?
1: While well, she looks it up, what you're, what you're saying, because earthly kings or presidents mm-hmm. or leaders, and we talked about this pre-podcast, they're all about themselves. They are. Where,
2: yeah. Well, like you, you get one good king that reigns for a good bit, and then out of nowhere, you get bad kings. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing happened. You just talk about Pharaoh and Joseph you know during joseph's joseph's reign like there was healthiness yeah. pharaoh honored him and then guess what happens yeah mm-hmm. after jo- after joseph becomes a late memory and a new pharaoh comes in the, down now there, the know. Egyptians have now enslaved yeah. the you know the Israelites mm-hmm. you know and so this is the thing it's inconsistency. Yeah. So um, did you find the verse?
0: I sure did. Yay! I, I knew it was Psalm 16. I just didn't want to say it if it was wrong. Um, <laughs> but it says the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places, and that yeah. has become kind of a life verse for him as yeah. you know he's talked about what he struggled with. That's. Mm-hmm. It's good. Boundaries yes. are good. Yeah. It's yeah. good to set up guardrails for your life, your marriage your mind, your actions, like for me, it's the same. Like I've kind of adopted it as well, even with food or with anything else, you know? Um, So yeah, I love that. Um, So kingship, presidentship, that was great content. Um, So then you also moved on to um, the verse, if you love me, you will keep my commands. Mm -hmm. This was super big. Um, And one of the things that I love that you said was, um, that's a powerful verse, but he didn't adjust it because even though he knew it would be hard yeah. for us to keep his commands, he didn't change it. And I think we have the, uh, tendency to do that for other people. Mm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay that you didn't do this. Like Mm -hmm. it's not that big of a deal or kind of excusing things either for ourselves or for other people um, where this was a solid thing that he said, if you love me, you will keep my commands. He didn't change his commands because they'd be harder because he knew they'd be hard to keep. It was an invitation. Mm -hmm. Love me more. Mm -hmm. If it's hard to keep my commands, love me more. And so I love that too, because this does go into the verse about the Holy Spirit talks Mm -hmm. about another counselor. So I want to talk about that in a second, but that's, I think when we, when you hear that verse, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. And then I started, I kind of went on this rabbit trail of like, okay, then what are his commands and Mm. are they difficult to keep? Mm. And if we're not careful, we will go back to treating them like the 10 commandments. And it's just very rigid. And it's like, as long as I don't do these things, I'm good. And, but really... This is where our brains have to flip it that it's if I love him, if my love runs deep enough for him, this will be my natural overflow. So if I'm not keeping his commands, it's not that I need to necessarily, like sometimes I always say this like loosely, like sometimes you got to buckle down and just do the thing, just yeah. make it happen. Um but more often than not, we have to go back to then why am I not loving God enough? Why am mm. I not lo- like what's happening? What's mm. what's That's always me? that's
2: always people's immediate reaction though to that yeah. verse is if if I don't keep the commandment, then I don't love God. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. yeah. and that's where it becomes really hard because it's like that's not that's not true. Yeah, like you have a relationship with Jesus, yeah. and you are trying to keep His commandments, and then sometimes our human flesh just gets the best of mm-hmm. us. You know, it could be partially because of things that we allow. Yeah, you know, yeah. we kind of let it slip in and whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, like the invitation is there. Yeah, love me, mm-hmm. love me, and I've shown you from what Jesus has taught, whether it's Old Testament, New Testament, these are the commands that I ask Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for your freedom, for Mm -hmm. your protection. Um, So in that verse, and it hit me while I was was kind of doing all this, but love has to start somewhere. mm -hmm. So he's talking to the disciples, This is at, um, right at the end of Jesus' life or coming up on the last final days. So at this point, they know who Jesus is. So love has to start, and I said it this way, with faith. You first have to have faith. So if you think of someone who comes to church here, we present the gospel, and they put their faith in Christ, there might not be an immediate love. Love takes time, right? Think mm-hmm. about your wife, your spouse, or any, even your mm-hmm. friends. You, you have to learn who they are, have a relationship yep. with them to fall deeper in love with them. But at this point, the disciples, he, they know. I mean, he knows that they he, they believe in it. They know that he believe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They believe in him as Lord. So now he's saying, now take that step, that faith a step further. Now I want love. I want you to love me. And the more you love me, the more you'll follow my commands, mm-hmm. right? So he's saying fall deeper in love with me. And they won't be commands anymore. Mm-hmm. They'll just be an outflow of your faith mm-hmm. and love. So I love wow. how he kind of pointed that out, um, is love me first. Mm-hmm. Then out of your love for me you will follow what I'm saying. Why? Because mm. like we said, because they're good and they're healthy and they give you fullness of life when you follow my commands.
2: Wow. Yeah, I just went into like a a space of, of um, like just the Pharisees, like in a quote unquote keep in commands, but their heart was
1: away. Exactly. Yeah. You can follow rules yeah. and not love Jesus.
2: And that's the that's the two and two, where it's just like when you read this, you know, the piece of scripture. If you love me, keep my commands. It's not a Pharisee thing, where it's yeah. just like, you know, because if again guilt and shame does not come from the Lord. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you don't follow command now. You have guilt and shame, and you're like, therefore you don't love. No, 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 no. no. Like that's not from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I just I'm just thinking about the Pharisees, where it's just like, the Lord's like, I want you to love me. Mm-hmm.
1: Love, yes. you know. Well, and that's so. I said this too. Is I got this from somebody. I I, I didn't put his name because I don't. <laughs> I forget who it was. But he said it this way: Loving Jesus is not a matter of doing excellent things. Mm. It's a matter of delighting in an excellent Savior. Wow. When you delight in an excellent slave, Savior, the outflow of that is just following His commands yeah, because you understand word. why they're there. You know. Uh, and then, uh, did you want me to read the David Guzik quote? Because he said it a different way, too. Yes, which yes, really yes. Good. So here's how he said it. For the believer, disobedience is not only a failure of performance or fa- failure of strength. So disobedience is not just not following rules, right? Mm-hmm. In some sense, it's also a failure to love. Because those who love God must obey him most joyfully and naturally. Mm. To say, I really love Jesus, but I just don't want him to tell me how to live my life is a terrible misunderstanding of both Jesus and to love him. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can't have both. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. And that's but that's why I'm saying it starts with faith. Mm-hmm. You can't love Christ if you don't first have faith that what he's saying is true and mm-hmm. good. And out of that faith, that relationship starts, then it goes into a deeper love with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? And this shows layers of of relationship with Jesus. That so for somebody who's uh, like if you go kind of to what you just said, that if you don't have the faith first, so just like we see in scripture to say, Okay, I believe. So there are people who are like in that category of, um, I really love Jesus. I just don't want him to tell me how to live my life. Yeah. Um, a good place for them to start is okay. That they're really saying, I believe help mm-hmm. my unbelief. Right. But, exactly. you know, so yes. it's like, I've, I've believed maybe in this general saving work of Jesus, but that I actually have to surrender, submit my life, die to myself, that kind of thing. Those are the unbeliefs. That's hard. Yeah. So to start with, the process, okay, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yes. The unbelief grows into belief. Yeah. Grows into love. Like uh-huh. and so again, I feel like every conversation that we have well, always good, ends so. up um going back to just mm. this, uh, being patient with people in the process. Yeah. I feel like my brain is so, no, I you're cannot fine. get any word out thing. The, to the die to self <laughs> thing, is, to to self
1: thing to. is huge because when we don't die to self, what we're saying is I love myself more than I love Christ. Right. So what is he saying? Die to yourself because you can only love one yeah. and it's me. Yes. Now we know earthly relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm saying yeah. in the terms of what we're talking of, you can't love yourself and also love Jesus. So That's, die to yourself yeah. and love him.
0: That's what's so hard, I think, is the message of Christ is like, to come and die to yourself Mm -hmm. and to somebody who hasn't (laughs) hasn't grasped the love of Jesus yet. That is not appealing. Mm -hmm. That is not like, you don't understand what that means. And you can't look at someone and be like, you know, no, but you'll get it. Yeah. But for
2: for most people from children to adulthood, you've in a way have worked so hard to become something. Yeah. And then when the gospels presented to you, and they say die to yourself. There's something in your mind that goes,
1: "What?
0: It's
2: countercultural. It's counter it cultural. You know? But the,
0: the funny, the funniest thing is that, like, when you when you get it, mm-hmm. you're like, to die to myself is the greatest joy because yeah. I'm actually mm-hmm. the worst. Free, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, and you, now you're free. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you think it means just die, that means that he's just going to take away everything that you love or desire, even you know, good things, whatever. But to understand that dying to yourself is a gift, the mm-hmm. fact that you can ha- get rid of your old nature, the sinful nature, the things that actually corrupt your heart that you didn't even realize yep. were corrupt, mm-hmm. like what a gift that yeah. I don't have, that I can't, to be born again. Yep. It is the greatest yeah. gift. It is the greatest <laughs> that, like, gift. I don't have to live like this. Yep. Well, just,
1: and that's the, that goes into the, there's no good apart from God. Yes. So we think that we have good, mm-hmm. like these desires are good. Mm-hmm we don't know good until we surrender to Jesus. And that's what you're saying is dying to self sounds so just foreign, but when you do, you really experience the goodness of God.
0: Yeah.
2: The other thing uh, I think about family a lot and um, for, for so many of us, we have like complaints about, I don't like this family style or my relationship with family members ain't so well, or even my own kids. Mm -hmm. I didn't raise them right. Like, you know, and the whole dying to yourself is like, when you give the Lord an opportunity to be the one that leads you and how oh gosh, yes. you respond to your children, how you respond to friends, how you, you know, like, um, so many times we can complain about, man, this relationship with so-and-so is just terrible, but it's like, man, have you died to yourself yet? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's always mm-hmm. going to work, mm-hmm. you know, but for the most part, I really, I really believe it it works most of the time, mm-hmm. you know, because it also takes the other person yeah. to recognize or to also die to themselves. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just, anyway, just having conversations with people and I'm like, how do you want to raise your kids? And and if your kids are already older, how do you want that relationship to continue? Mm -hmm. You know, and the Christ life is the best life. Mm -hmm. Like it's just healthy. Like all the junk is exposed when you become broken, all that stuff is out there. Hey, Mm -hmm. here, this is who I was, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is who I want to be and who I am, you know? So, I, I always think about it from that perspective mm-hmm. as well, you know? Because yeah. um, I just, I want to see, my heart's desire is to see healthy relationships. Yeah, That, to me, that's the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. you know, is healthy relationships yeah. with one another, with your brothers, your sisters. And, and
0: relationships are hard, and it yes. it does require a death to self mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be, and and that that to me is, is one of the clearest pictures yep. of being a, a Christ follower, and I think the clearest picture to the world, yep. because everybody's out for themselves pride uh, like it is is ego it's pride it's i have to protect me and mine i have to get for me and mine and i don't care what you have to say or think about it is like the mentality of the world and so i think it is one of the biggest like what you want to call it like a witness to other people that they actually see somebody who's like you take this Mm you got it you go first you blah 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 like to actually die to yourself. And I, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's the biggest. Yeah. Rest keeps on to mind
1: too, because in that, when you are chasing and chasing yeah. and I got to get mine, I got to get mine. It's so tiring. Like you don't yeah. have a break to just sit for real. So no, I'm laughing again. because
0: I had this, I had this conversation with someone last night and this is not, I didn't know that this had spoken to this person like this. So I'm not trying to flex, but mm-hmm. I, I laugh because it is like that. You know, this is person that keeps telling me all these like, business things, you should do this because it's mm. like photography or it's, you know, all the business things. And I, you know, told like, her a few out. weeks ago, I'm I was like, out. I said, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm content with what we have. Wow. We barely make ends meet, especially right now in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> like things are so crazy, but like, I'm good. I don't need to hustle. I'm enjoying my yeah. family. I'm enjoying my job. I'm enjoying my friends. I was, like, what I was gonna say, because something's yeah.
1: gonna, you have to sacrifice something in order to, to chase and that.
0: So I so spoke wow. to that person last night And she brought that up. She was like, it just keeps resonating with me that you said you're good. And she's like, I just want to be at that place. Like, I'm not at, because she's doing the hustle thing right now. And so I I even posed to her, what about your family? Like, who who is, who's taking the sacrifice of this hustle when it's really not even that necessary? Well, and here's two, we're not,
1: obviously, because there is times when you have to, but the point is rest. Well, this is a very specific scenario. And and this
0: person doesn't have to. Yeah,
2: but we can also, here's the thing, uh, the analogy has always been, you give somebody just like a little bit of your finger and then months down the road. It's your arm. It's your arm. Yes. Why you give me that finger? I'm I'm not. not, (laughs) You are. I'm not giving you. Greg, take a picture of that. No. (laughs) So so again, um, if you were, Sally, if you were to pursue a hustling lifestyle because you started to like desire more money, for what cost? You know, yes. like we're only with our children for a little bit yes. of time. Yes, like yes, they'll grow up and you'll say hi and whatever. But like I've seen, empty nesters like they desire to be with their kids, yeah. but their kids have professional lives and they have their own families yeah. now, and so there is there is a a separation, you know. And it's biblical, you know. Mm-hmm. You get married, you leave your mother mm-hmm. and your, your father's house. Mm-hmm. So the what we have what we have decided to to make priority. Mm-hmm. Is is valuing time yeah. with our kids and not overvaluing
1: money, yeah. knowing that he will provide. I was yeah. about to say, and in the beauty of that, he will provide. He will, because the Lord honors having. honors yeah.
2: obedience. Yes. He honors the love that we have for our family, for our husbands, for you know. Yeah. And again, I always I, this is probably one of my life verses, but you know, um, husbands love your wives as Christ mm-hmm. loves the church. Why is that mm-hmm. so important? That is the most profound thing. If you can follow that model for the rest of your life. Do it. Mm -hmm. If you love your wife as Christ loves the church, your kids, Mm -hmm. they won't fail you. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a great conversation with one of our worship leaders um, yesterday in the Pergola, and he said it differently. He says, if you wanna mess with them, if you wanna ruin a relationship, talk bad about their mom. Mm. Well. You know, you wanna, he says that's his his, uh, hypothesis. I get smacked upside the head. He's like, talk (laughs) bad about anybody's mom, Mm -hmm. you will break any relationship. And he says, my life's devotion is to always treat my wife as best as possible in front of my kids. Beautiful. And the result is kids respect their mom and they respect him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, bro, you're basically quoting my, my life verse. It's like you are loving your wife as Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. That's why there's yeah. so much success within mm-hmm. your family
1: because you're working in the order of how Christ created yes. families. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and so this whole idea works with a lot of things. You know, and so I just don't ever want to be consumed because, like I said, money, yeah, it could be great, but it's not greater than Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I look at my family, and you end up realizing as a father, and even Liz as a mo- as a mom. Our kids don't need that many things. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that say, no, they need all these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like when you become, no, I, don't, I don't mean this disrespect, you become a first-time mom mm-hmm. and you just buy all kinds of things. And oh, then yeah. kid two and three and Guilty. four come, and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. they just need diapers and wipes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even need a crib. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? My kids <laughs> left on the bed with <laughs> me. Like, because there's certain realities, you know, mm-hmm. the unknown yeah. is exciting. But then when the reality becomes a reality, you end up realizing, oh, man. They are the most laid back, mm-hmm. chill. Not as needy. We're the ones that have cultivated a needy child, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I just I always want to prioritize family first. And 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 if you are doing what the Lord has required of you, mm-hmm. He will He will bring the provision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I've seen it time and time again. I've seen it two, three generations back. Mm -hmm. That's why I believe in it so much because I've seen my grandma. I've seen my parents.
0: Because of the Lord honoring that, but also it's just when you think about his laws and his ways, I just think of it like the law of gravity. It just is. So yeah. he gives us the biblical way to do life yes. mm. and the natural falling into the natural order. It will provide what he intended it to do. Yes. So whether it's extra blessing because he's honoring that you're making the decision to do that, or it's literally just the natural reaction. Cause yeah. I think about that people who, uh, and this is, I'm not trying to prescribe this. I'm just saying in general, like, if you feel like you have to gain respect yeah. from your kids and you do that by trying to whip them into shape, like, and just demand respect. Whereas you described the picture, mm-hmm. a family that when you're falling in line with what God designed for a family, the natural mm-hmm. consequence of that is kids respecting their Obedience. parents. Like it's yeah. just yeah. like, they're, they're just doing Well, How are you treating what's your wives? Yes. You know, yeah, like
2: yeah. again, like in and, and wives, yeah, for sure. Like mm-hmm. it, it goes both ways, but like, the husband leads the way the yeah. way jesus leads the way mm-hmm. like this is so profound it you know is. and so um and and i will encourage you because know, i know there's a flip side to this there's always great quote-unquote great yeah, areas exactly um but i will encourage people stay stay consistent even when it seems like hopeless Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like he will like jesus will have the victory Mm because he already has had the victory Mm -hmm. you know and so it's just stay consistent you know like if you feel like your spouse isn't perhaps um giving back just stay consistent stay consistent stay consistent yeah you know um and through time it will heal
1: because in both of them Mm -hmm. there's both humility but you're serving the Lord first, mm-hmm. you know, and you can serve the Lord by serving your spouse, mm-hmm. even if they're not giving back. And no. the Lord will provide in some way, shape, or form. He might provide with people around, you, surrounding you, a community of people to encourage you and no. and to hold you up. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's good, man. Stay consistent always. Mm-hmm. So we talked Try. about, yeah. So this is what to me it was so amazing about this passage is that he does say, "If you love me, keep my commands." Mm-hmm. But then the next verse really says, gives us the way to keep his commands, yeah. and it's because verse 16, and it says, if you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, very profound, Jesus asking the Father, yeah. um, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. So it's really, and this, I forget exactly what I said, but it was almost like... This is
0: John, for anybody listening, it's oh, John 14, by Yeah,
1: John 14, 16, yeah. 15 through 25, really. But um, it's really... Jesus knowing his children yeah. and saying, I, yeah. I want you to love me and I want you to follow my My commands. But I also understand that we have a sinful generation. Yeah. We have a sinful uh, people. So I need to give them something in order for them to follow mm-hmm. my commands. And who am I giving is another counselor, which we know is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So did you want to jump in with anything or just go straight into Well, 17? no, I knew
0: the thing that um, I had studied this a while ago and this was, I guess it was like a John MacArthur thing and it was just talking about God's will. But it was basically it gave the breakdown for this verse that Mm -hmm. says, I'm going to give you another counselor, another comforter. Um, And so what he described was that there are two versions, you know, in the original language of the word another. Mm. And so it would be like, um, if I said, Hey, can you give me another phone? Um, One version would be like, you could hand me any phone and I'd be good. So it could be Ryan's phone or Alex's phone. So I'd have my phone and somebody else's phone. Um, But that's not the version that was used. Uh, that's not the version of the word another no, that yeah. was used in the text, this version. And I wish I had all, I wish I had mm-hmm. the book cause I could give you the actual word. But I can't remember what it was. Um, but, what the version that Jesus used was another meant, this is going to be the, it has to be the exact same. So if I said, hey, can you give me another phone? You'd have to give me one that has my same phone case, but not just my same phone case. It also has to have the same scratches on my phone mm-hmm. case and the same little pop socket on the back uh, and the scratches on the screen that where I don't have a screen protector. Um, like it has to be the exact, yeah. exact same. That's the version that he used. So when you you highlighted that, that it's like, this is the same thing as jesus it's got the same wisdom same knowledge you know. same power same wow. everything mm-hmm. um and so that's it's just important to note that it's not it's not just a different version mm-hmm. um does that make sense like, it's, for sure. uh, By less than, than yes yeah, not less than not part of it's god. the exact same yeah. so you know. yeah, the way that's we all think
1: I, of god the father the way we think of god Jesus yes. uh, God in the flesh is the same way we think of the Holy Spirit exactly. it's just God and that the reason we even brought this in is to confront the the um what are these statistics that says yeah. Jesus is a created being yeah. Yeah. no Jesus was always mm-hmm. here he's the he was The past, present, and he'll be in the future. Mm -hmm. He is the Alpha and Omega. Are they
2: trying to with that statement? Are they trying to limit like his
1: flesh created? So I think, you know what I'm saying. Like, I think he's saying like in that statement was more of like Jesus was a prophet or a teacher, not God. So like God, the Father created Jesus to teach. But that's
2: and the revelation here, which is funny because for people to believe that modern day versus like when Jesus was walking the earth, like for sure Pharisees were like i don't know for, yeah. for for most of them it's like no because like it you know it, that we're in the future looking at the past know, yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know and so you think of a prophet created being but now that you look back and you're like no jesus has always been mm-hmm. yes. from the beginning yep you know and like and he will always be and this is the yeah. part where this is the revelation that we want people to know and see and seek is like
1: he is and will always mm-hmm. be You know, Mm -hmm. the whole Bible is about Jesus. so um, I'm pulling up Colossians 1 that says that. But even this also goes against what we saw where the evangelical pastor said that the Holy Spirit is just a symbol of God's power. Mm. And that is completely false. The Holy Spirit is God. So he was always there with Jesus in the beginning. So it's not a symbol. He is God. And so in uh, Colossians 1, speaking about Jesus, it literally says that he is the image of the invisible God. Mm -hmm. So he that, that's who we see. So when we see, that's why you have all the stained glass power, powerful windows. powerful statement. Yeah. Right. The image of the invisible God. You can't see it. You pointed this out. We couldn't see God the Father mm. without just Dying. exploding. Yeah. <laughs> so what did he do? Oh my yeah. gosh. He, he made God in the form of man so yeah. that we could be with him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. experience God in the fullness, but we won't blow up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, what this led us to is really speaking <laughs> on the Trinity <laughs> in a... Because we don't in churches, I think talk about this a lot, and I'm reading this from Got Questions, and we did a example of like the water yeah. illustration, where if you think about the Trinity, is all three are equally God, mm-hmm. but they have different. Uh, I don't even know how to say this the right way, because I don't want to say even different parts or different forms or different jobs, but you can picture it as if water, like the liquid form of water, would be God, the solid form of water would be Jesus, and the vapor form of water would be the Holy Spirit. So they all are still made up of the same components of H2O, but they all have different tasks or different things to do. But I love how this says this. It says, while the illustrations may give us a picture of the Trinity, this picture is not entirely accurate Mm -hmm. because an infinite God cannot be fully described by a finite illustration. So so that's why it's so difficult to explain Mm -hmm. the Trinity. But through faith, we just have to understand that all three are equally God. There is no separation of them. They are all equally God in power and might mm-hmm. and status and wisdom and whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But God has given us these three different components of God in order to help us, mm-hmm. right? And so we did that chart a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump into this. And so God
0: I, I lo- you love I just stop? well no I just like the the concept of that that to experience him in his fullness. Mm-hmm is understanding the Trinity and Mm -hmm. the fullness of what he can do. I I don't know. I have no other words other than that. And has done done for us. Yes. Uh,
1: So he didn't do this for himself. Mm -hmm. He did this so that we can know him more. Mm -hmm. And he also did this for redemption through Jesus. He also did this with the Holy Spirit so that Mm -hmm. we can live this life following and loving Christ. Mm -hmm. So it's not for God. Mm -hmm. It's for us to know God. And if Mm -hmm. you think about it that way, that's the love of Christ. And so anyway, I think we've talked a lot about that, but. Um let me jump because I'm not Go. going to do the chart. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. um we're moving on. I don't even know where we're going.
0: Oh uh, well, the really to that last question and we'll just kind of wrap Anybody up. Anybody got here. any other
1: thoughts on Trinity?
2: Oh, uh, I mean my, I'm all, I have always been mind blown at the idea of Old Testament like Genesis 1112 all that. It, to me it's pretty clear. It kind of it, it's, it's all three. Just, it's all three. Yeah. yeah. And then you move on to um, just history between Abraham, Isaac, Mm -hmm. um, Moses, all these like Israelites, all this stuff. And in a sense, it's almost like they're just thinking about one. Mm -hmm. Like the the, the idea of a Trinity hasn't been fully revealed just yet, even though it was revealed to Moses, like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a sense. But like how I wonder, I wonder, like Moses, did you realize like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, like.
1: I don't know. Well, Moses, so, uh, sorry, wait, I got a thought. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, 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 it's good, it's good. So Moses seeing the burning bush. Yeah. Was that mm-hmm. the spirit of God? Uh, yeah, I would say yes. Okay, so he did experience the spirit of God. Same yes. as David, we read, mm-hmm. was it last week? Yeah, that we said don't that take he's, your spirit from me. Don't take my spirit. So, yes, they knew the concept, mm-hmm. but it's almost like, which we'll never understand fully, I don't think. Yeah, we I don't
2: know if they, I don't know if they, the, if their definition was trinity right okay versus mm-hmm. it's just god whether it's god in Ooh. his presence whether it's god manifesting his, his glory on in I the like mountain it. or god the father who sits on the throne that's a way
1: better way to, to look at it yeah you know? but
0: i like that too and this so this kind of struck me when you said it's hard to describe the holy spirit and i thought i don't know that i've ever at uh, first nobody's mm-hmm. really asked me about or it, you said it's hard to describe the trinity, trinity yeah. I don't know that I've ever had to describe it. Nobody's ever asked me. So I've never thought it. But, and so I've never, I I just think it's sweet of the Lord. I think He's just Mm -hmm. given me a faith. I'm like, yeah, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Of course. Like, so I just think of it like, I almost wonder if that's kind of what it was. I don't know what this is. I just know it's God. It's
1: almost like we can, based off what you just said, we confused ourselves to make it more complicated than it is. (laughs) It's just God. Yeah. Yeah. He he gives you different ways to speak Uh to you. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, ma- ma- then imagine Jesus's time when he's mm-hmm. starting to talk about the Trinity. Yeah. It's kind of uh, you know, you go, "Hmm." Cuz at that point it's it's fresh revelation, but it's also wonder like, yeah. "Oh, I never heard it this way." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, now you're describing a uh, trinitarian how do say it? Trinitarian view. Tr- trinitarian view. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I can only imagine the wonder Mm. that was caused and confusion towards like Pharisees, like what, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, you know, Yahweh, one God, yes, but we're all in one, you know? And then Mm -hmm. he has all these like amazing quotes, like I am in him and he is in me, like Mm -hmm. he's like, wait a minute, you know? But Um, then he
1: drops stuff like I have to ask the Father. Well, wait a second, you are God, why do you have to ask yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, Mm -hmm. that's why. And I have to go at my Father's will, but isn't the Father's will your will?
2: Yes, but in,
0: in Jesus, his yeah. human, in
1: his this manness. One, yeah. um, it even says, oh, so this is, we didn't read this verse, but the one who doesn't love me will not keep my word. And he says, the word that you hear is not mine, but it's from the Father who sent mm-hmm. me. So yeah. he's even speaking on behalf mm-hmm. of the Father. So here's another the Father's question. Because I thought about this while you were talking. All right, so in the Old Testament, when the prophets heard the voice of God, let's even say Jonah, was that Father God or was that Jesus talking?
2: That's a great question. I would thank you. Hmm.
0: Well, I I know a lot of times. Well, I don't know. I, I would I, say yeah. I would
2: say because one way that's also it's also been like taught within like seminary theology stuff is God the Father has His desire, His will. Jesus is the Creator. It's the one that puts action, and the Holy Spirit is. forget how they put it but basically um i don't know it's like the words that come out you know of jesus's mouth and so i wonder if you're if posing your question Mm -hmm, i wonder mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. all these prophets were having a communicative language with jesus Mm -hmm. not knowing they're talking to the son of god who is Trinitarian, mm-hmm. you know, but they just view it as one.
0: Well, I, my question would be, however <laughs> we don't want
2: to cause confusion. Yeah, no, I, don't. I don't. I'm sorry about it. Yeah.
0: My question would be if, because a lot of times, like when a an angel it says an angel of the Lord or whatever, and that.
1: Yeah, 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 Jesus, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So if it were, but if it were, if it were clear to say like the voice of God, mm-hmm. why wouldn't wouldn't you have known if it would have been an angel of, angel of the Lord, yeah. which is
1: I don't think if an angel of the Lord, that's not Jesus. That's what, a messenger but what are they, sent. No, no, oh no my, but no, there's we're causing. Been, I'm causing confusion. No, no, I because, know. because
2: there is there is debate on this, and there's also like you have the capital A and the capital L mm-hmm. of angel of the Lord, where there's debates on whether or not in these specific scenarios in, uh, in the Old Testament was this Jesus Himself
1: who was sent,
0: well, who was b- sent. And then, but there are Psalms that talk that no. are that talk about the angel of the Lord, and it's referencing Jesus. Interesting.
2: Yeah. No, it's some amazing stuff.
1: I I don't don't think we're causing I don't we're like ca- not, we're causing wonder. Wonder. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wonder. Go look it up yourself. This I is why <laughs> we say dig in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is why we
1: say, go see it. Google it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the final question that you had posed to everyone was um, can you be a believer and XYZ? Yes. Um, and I just thought that's a big moment. So one of the first things that you said was can you be in a same sex? relationship and be a christian Mm. um can you support pro-choice and be a christian can you be an addict and be a christian yeah
1: i threw that one in there just to kind of relate all because
0: it is well because we we highlight specific ones and wonder can can people who are in a same-sex relationship can they come to church can they believe Mm. in jesus like you know whatever Mm. um but it's the same thing. And so I thought that's why that is important because it's almost the question really is, well, what did you do this week that was outside of the commands of God and you're yeah. here worshiping? Mm. But the thing is, and it, this is you know, this was a little bit of a pre-podcast conversation. Mm-hmm. It's what you do with it and it's where you stay. What yeah. really gets your affection. Yeah. And the that's the good. answer to that question is it is yes. But if you are moving in the direction of Jesus, you will not be both for long. Right.
1: And this all comes from verse 17, yeah. right? So he says, I'll give you another counselor. And then he says in 17, who yes. is the spirit of truth. Yes. So the whole reason for even putting that in that spot is mm-hmm. to say, of course, because you haven't been enlightened to the truth yet. Yeah. And the truth might not automatically come to you. Same way you don't love God automatically. It's a relationship that builds. Yeah. The truth will be given to you when you need it so if you are let's just call it in a same-sex relationship and be come to jesus of Mm -hmm. course you can Mm -hmm. but the spirit of truth will enlighten you Mm -hmm. and although you might not understand it might be like why is this even things you still have to know that the spirit of truth and have faith that yes this is the right way to do it and then repent so
0: with that my question to you guys is Has there been a time in your life, or can you describe maybe a thought process that you had, a mentality, something that you thought was okay, but moving closer to Jesus and having the spirit of truth enlighten Mm -hmm. you to the truth, you changed your mind. Um, Because I think that would help people to understand that you want these to be black and white issues. We don't have that luxury. I want to mention
2: three, and and then you can, I guess ask which one you want to hear more about okay. the three that i've always had um i'm going to start with basic mm-hmm. um i
0: feel like it, it doesn't matter what i say i feel like anybody who's listening is going to be like alex please say all three so yeah. just say all three so the
2: three were um the first one had to do a lot with uh, how people worship
0: mm-hmm. ah
2: yeah um I, yeah like i said i've grew up in a very very expressive yeah and not only expressive long worship sets you know <laughs> yeah. um that's just how I how grew up long? long i mean minimum <laughs> <the spirit> <laughs> minimum forty five minutes to an hour yeah. at minimum
0: of just a of worship pure set. worship yeah. during
2: a sunday service yeah um glorious times beautiful um but when I started traveling and I started to see different styles of denominations different styles of p- how people worship yeah. I had a lot of Like thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Again, got hit hard. Wow. You know, just because people don't worship the way you worship doesn't mean they're not worshiping. Yeah. That hit me. Yeah. You know, now I will say I still have certain convictions. Mm -hmm. You know, same way uh, Ryan said, you will not stay that way for long. Mm -hmm. So either way, keep moving forward. The third, the second thing was um, this was kind of hard, like suicide. Mm -hmm. That one's a hard one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was very black and white. You know, and people even hearing right now may still be black and white. And I encourage you to like, just dig in more Mm -hmm. on the significance of the Mm -hmm. blood of Jesus. But I remember being in middle school. I'm in my biblical teaching class that we had, um, that we had outside of school. It couldn't be taught in school, but we would go across the street and it was still an elective. Um, And the idea, think about this with middle school, the idea of suicide came up because um, somebody's friend committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And my dumb tail like kind of commented with the teacher in private like that i was like i don't mm. think they they went to heaven mm. and she was furious what? like and she's like no and so it led me to start thinking and thinking and thinking to the point i even brought the idea home mm-hmm. and it even brought my parents and my brother to like start thinking yeah now at present day is like no, no no the the full work of jesus's blood was for past present and future mm. you know now is there an like at the end of the day, it's that person's relationship in the Lord. It's not for us to be like, they are condemned for sure. That is, you never know. It's just like, it's always the unknown. You're not in that guy's mind, Mm -hmm. heart, spirit. That's for him and the Lord to deal with. Mm -hmm. Now, me at the age of, you know, 28, I'm like, if the person um, had a relationship with Christ, but depression in a way won, Mm -hmm. I mean, who are we to say that the blood of Jesus didn't cover right. that sin? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that was the because second one.
0: it's not listed as the unpardonable yeah. sin or an unforgivable sin. Yeah. We know what that is. That's blaspheming yep. the Holy Spirit. And so
2: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and then yeah. my last one, definitely again, like um it, it did have to do with like mm-hmm. homosexuality just mm-hmm. because in legalism religiousness, mm-hmm. you know, it is so forbidden. And mm-hmm. if you look at history like even as far as like the 80s, it was illegal. Mm -hmm. Homosexuality, trans, like all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, illegal. Now, going back to the main thing with what what I'm saying is um, what freed me was to see leaders Mm -hmm. love so deeply to people who had homosexual desires, Mm -hmm. but they said, if you are 110% honest with me, Mm -hmm. like just be honest with me, come and let's do ministry together. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Just be honest. Yeah. You don't have to fall into that trap. Just because you have desires, I'm not going to push you away. Come under my leadership. I will love you mm-hmm. as long as you stay honest with me. Yeah, because that's the thing. As soon as as soon as you leave sin um, hidden yeah. in dark places, and then you break the 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 relationship between honesty, mm-hmm. that's when it, things get kind of. Ish, yeah. you know mm-hmm. so well
0: i want to bring clarity to what you're saying just so that people understand yes so the when you said that it, it was a whatever a gray area for you or whatever mm-hmm. it was that if you're basically this question that if you are a homosexual that you what was your what was your original yeah belief? my what, original belief was like it? you shouldn't be in ministry or you it, shouldn't, it, my
2: original belief was homosexuality period. Yeah. Like it didn't matter if you had a desire, or a relationship, what uh, any any yeah. form uh-huh. it is complete perversion, you're not allowed in the kingdom of God. Like mm-hmm. it was like if you do not churn your ways like from the n- black and white next day, like mm-hmm. you you are condemned. Mm-hmm. And the thing is um do, like again, we talked about this like 40 minutes ago. Yeah. We have our black and white beliefs. Yeah. Like we do say like homosexuality is a sin. Yes. But here's the difference is I want you, you know, if you have sexual desire, you know, homosexual desires, I want to invite you to my table mm-hmm. and to know that there's, there is better and that the Lord can heal that, Yeah. you know, and if you continue to struggle for months or for years, the desire for the same sex, I'm not, I'm not saying it's okay in a, um, how would you say, like the way we've been just verbing it, like. I'm not saying that it's it's not necessarily a sin, but the Lord is is patient and is with you, yeah. and He's the one that will be victorious. Mm-hmm. But the moment you say, no, 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 I want to continue my relationship mm-hmm. and have an act, mm-hmm. that's where then it becomes a sin. Yeah, you know, now you are you have agreed to something that's not the Lord's mm-hmm. way, and you have now got gotten yourself out of the protection mm-hmm. of of His goodness. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
0: that's kind of how I mean. So that's like the Frank Turek. Mm-hmm. I think way of describing it that necessarily ha- having feelings that you can't control, like feelings, you can't mm-hmm. control what you feel. You can control what you do what you with act, your feelings yeah. and yeah. how you act. And so that's where he kind of talks about that. So, and so, yeah. so th- I, I, yeah. just to
2: finish my thought, yeah. my whole thing, you know, years ago, even at the age of 18, 19 and right at 20 yeah. before, like, I would say I got like truly discipled. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, um, I had to come to a point in my walk with the Lord where I was so broken and so in love with the Lord that now when I saw somebody's Mm -hmm. sin or somebody's whatever, I can just, I wouldn't be judgmental. Yeah, I would just be so loving, be like, no, 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 walk with me. Mm -hmm. It used to be so self-righteous and and it's like, like like, I don't want, not that I didn't want anything to do with you Mm because I've never been that way completely. Mm -hmm. It's always been somewhat out of my nature, but there was a sense where like, Close the door and let me talk to my best friend. And I'm over here saying that's not good. (laughs) You know, almost
0: like because I can, I can. It's almost like one of those ones that we will say to each other as believers, like no one's too far gone. It almost felt like it is felt like at mm -hmm. least for me in my life. That's the one, like if if they're giving themselves over to homosexuality and just like fully been in. They don't want to hear anything about God and Jesus and the way that He's saying a lifestyle should be, yeah. and that it just feel that in the past for me was the one that felt like you do kind of close the door yeah. on it, like it's you probably hard. don't want to hear from me, like you know we'll just you keep doing what you're doing, yeah. I don't have to, you know, yeah. where uh, what you're describing is yeah. of how I feel now too, like relationship. Yeah, Let's it was the
2: it was the realization too of my sin where like yes. you know I, I've I've told like I've told you on the past like you know I was addicted to th- watching mm-hmm. things I w- should have not watched like. Sexual sin was real mm-hmm. in my life, and when it became it when it became real, that I'm not much different. Wow, you know, mm. All then falls under that. Yeah, sexual. Immorality. I remember one thing that brought me like clarity too. This yeah. is going to be offensive to some folks, but homosexuals are actually honest about their sin. Wow, we're the ones that are not. Yeah. <laughs> so when I heard wow. that for the first time, yeah. I was like, oof. yeah, because. Yeah. Again, in our self-righteousness, we're watching things in the mm-hmm. like hidden from people. Mm-hmm. This is the danger.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They're just being honest. Yeah. You know Here's another flip side. Uh, I've seen people, and I've heard this even from other like other, it's amazing to hear somebody else's experiences line up with things you've seen too. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people felt the freedom to pursue homosexuality because they saw their spiritual leader fall in sexual sin. And it's not excusing mm-hmm. the sin, mm-hmm. but it's like, dang it, yeah. you know, we're leaders. Yeah. We have to, we we have to take care and of of ourselves and like create mm-hmm. these boundaries because mm-hmm. there's people following us. Yeah, we give them any inch of like, dang, you can't even follow his commands. Yeah, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I've been the, I've been struggling with sexual desires. I'm just gonna go ahead and do me.
0: Yep.
2: You know. Yep. It's dangerous. Wow,
0: that's profound, Alex.
1: Man, that's so for me, it wasn't. It felt somewhat in the lines of what Alex is talking about, but it wasn't like a specific thing where I was like, "Ooh, this is bad." Oh, but now it's okay. Kind of. Mine was more of a personal. um, I don't even know how to say it. So I grew up in a Southern Baptist family, right? We talked about Mm -hmm. this with more of tradition, religion rather than Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know. And I my parents love Jesus the people I want to church with love Jesus but it's almost like we love Jesus based off of what we did and didn't do mm-hmm. and not just fully love him because mm-hmm. of who he is and so when we talk about the spirit of truth enlightening me it's really honestly started when I came here to New River because mm-hmm. it it was just a different different way to worship mm-hmm. it was a different way to live um I don't even know how to describe it but it was living for Jesus and not following rules because of Jesus oh, it, like, that makes sense. It just-
0: uh, not that it wasn't real to you before, but the reality of what Jesus has done for us—it, it yes, something shifts at some point, yeah. you know.
1: Well, and so in my life, I it was I didn't understand what it meant to love Christ. When we mm-hmm. talk about if you love me, you'll follow my commands, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know, understand what that meant, wow. and so my life was. I'll do whatever I want whenever I want to do it because I still have Jesus, you know. I even went to a Bible college because yeah. right? I still have Jesus in, the, in my in my back pocket and I can mm-hmm. use him when I want. So it was more of wow. like that. And now the spirit of truth has enlightened me to say how dangerous that truly mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. because you're not being a true follower of me. Mm-hmm. You're just using me for when you want So It's like him. you have him as
2: a, as a I guess it's a, a
1: right, like a token. Is that A crutch, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, oh, if I need him, if I'm, if I'm in my dark place, if I'm depressed, then I can call on him and he'll yeah. get me out of it. Yeah. But instead of, why am I at this dark place? It's because of my actions and it's because I'm not truly loving him. So it was more of like being enlightened to that kind of truth yeah. of who wow. Jesus truly is and why he asks you to do the things that he asks you to do. It's yeah. for your benefit and your good. I'll say yeah, well, what last, we've been last
2: about. one. I just had, you know, as you're talking, idolizing mm-hmm. worship, mm-hmm. like has, was one thing that like I had to grow out of mm-hmm. it's to worship, worship, like worship, just the style or worship, you can be so in awe of just the style, but you forget like that Jesus is an every second, everyday thing mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not just, Oh, I can't wait to just be with the saints and worship, but then like throughout the week, like are you forgetting? Like you can talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know, it doesn't always have to be through song, you yeah. know? Um like he's real Mm -hmm. and so that was another thing in my 20s where my early 20s was just like oh man i need to shift Mm -hmm. this you know because i have fallen in love with such a passion that the lord has gifted me with yeah but now i need to um just have the 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 revelation of who he is not just through Mm -hmm. avenues of in ways we worship you know worshiping
0: with your life i think is a big thing to to under because we will we'll think that just coming into sing our worship songs it well I've worshipped this mm-hmm. week, the real worship is in how you treat your family, yeah. what, what you're thinking about, uh, yeah. who you're caring for. Like it, those are worship, yeah. and I think that is a real revelation. Yes. That's a maturity yes. uh, that I, you know, it, I think sometimes it takes time. And Sundays
2: become the overflow yes. of that worship. Well, and and, to, yeah. and that's, mm-hmm.
0: you know, I want to see this in everybody's life. I'm not trying to throw a blanket statement. That's kind of what Brandon had said when I said, "What is happening in church?" And he said, "I think people are worshiping with their lives. Then they're coming in on Sunday, yes, and that's that is the that's what we're seeing. People are just this is a continuation of what they've done yeah. throughout the week. Yeah. Where perhaps in the past or whatever." It has. They came here just to worship and then left. Or to get filled on to Sunday. To get filled up, exactly. And it's like no, no. Exactly. People are getting There's filled a every shifting. day. Yes, yes. That's beautiful. I love that. So I hit have me. one more. Oh, you do. I, well, yeah, kind of heavy. No, I just okay. Can't. Well, <laughs> let me go first,
1: then you drop a bomb. Okay, so great I just realized. Level. You know how we always talk about like have your own faith. Is two hours? No, no we're good. We're, we're good. I'm just wondering, sorry. You know Our how goal is Joe Rogan. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're coming for you, Joe. Joe Rogan, length. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, when we talk about how have your own faith, don't have your parent parents' faith? Yeah. yeah. I just It just hit me, like, moving here let me have my own faith because I was so uh, just following my parents, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. but it, at the same time, it almost limited me in my understanding of who Jesus is because yeah. I was just following what they Super profound by the way uh-huh. they, I was just following their footsteps which led me to the right place but I also had to take time on my own and get away so moving only an hour and a half away or whatever allowed me to experience Jesus in a whole new way for myself mm-hmm. you know yeah I think that's a that's a Big thing that we yeah, might. Miss. I can go down
2: that road trail, but I want to hear Sally. Yeah, because I feel like her. if I started down that boy, I can talk for another hour. I could
0: too, honestly, because I had some similar thoughts this morning. Just honestly thinking of whether it's your parents overdid it for you mm-hmm. and giving you all the faith things, or totally underdid it for you. You're you you are the mm-hmm. Lord's. Like he yeah. he yeah. will work in your life regardless of if they didn't do enough or if they overdid too Mm -hmm. much that your faith was really just theirs Yeah, that's it all makes way for his miracle story in your life like
1: it was my faith but it it was limited i I feel like there was a cap on who jesus is it was filtered through what
2: was deposited in you right right you know
0: what you saw so all right here we go so i'll say that i'll say what mine was and this was it's funny because it's really the opposite End of your spectrum, Alex, um, which yeah. was, yeah, you know this. Um, so I think at one point for me I was dangerously close to believing mm-hmm. it was totally okay that homosexuality was not a sin. Um don't ask me why or how I think I was, you know, inundated with lots of things that, you know, especially now this is just to me, how crafty the enemy is. I was in such a state of questioning everything. I've been a little bit transparent about that. I I think I went through Uh my whole process of deconstructing what's, what is God? What is, what is not of God? Mm -hmm. What Uh is good? What's bad? What's this? What's that? And so I think I got dangerously close to that, but, um, just thinking that's okay. And I, I kind of mentioned this last week. There are people who I think think it out of a good place. Mm. It's not some crazy agenda that they're trying to whatever. It's just, you know, there are people that I love who um, who are gay. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I, I want to know that. It's okay for them to be that way because honestly how can you lump in um being homosexual or homosexual actions with like murder like how how are these the same things mm-hmm. you know if you look at sin that's the that was literally my argument or my my thought process at yeah. the time it was like how can you do that um god in his grace Truly, I feel like opened my eyes, and I'll I'll attribute this to a lot of things. A lot of open conversations with Brandon. He he heard all of my woes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. during that time. My questions. I had so many questions during this time, and he fielded them so graciously. Never wavered in the truth, but didn't mm. beat me over the head with it, and never made me feel never ever made me feel stupid for asking. Wow. And I know I've said this before. I know that he prayed for me during that time, and I'll tell you that it's funny that. Um, oh my gosh, I have to say that this was, this was, you know, several years ago, but this was like early. TikTok has actually been around for a long time. It only like blew up within mm-hmm. the last couple of years, like, yeah, two years or so. It's been around for a long time, but I, the funny thing is that it made me, TikTok was what made me question. And and think that homosexuality was not a sin. It also is what changed my mind for good. I began to and this is so (laughs) what the enemy meant for evil, the Lord will you know turn for good, which is really our salvation. I'm not trying to just like narrow that down to this, but I do think that that all of a sudden on my my feed were. It was like testimony after testimony of people being delivered from homosexuality. And the thing that I never thought of, which this is what's funny, because this is what the Bible mm. says, mm. is that sexual morality is a torment unto itself. Yeah. Why don't we believe the word? Why didn't I believe the word? Wow. I wanted to believe in people's feelings and like make them feel okay. When really the Bible says it's, an, it's a torture unto itself. The, these testimonies were the stories of people who were tormented in their sin. Yes. And that the Lord revealed that to them. They thought they were happy. They thought they were okay. They really weren't beneath yeah. the surface, depression, anxiety, fearful. They weren't settled oh, in what they yeah. were. So they have actually been delivered. And I thought, who am I to tell someone that that's mm. not something to actually be delivered from? Yeah. You know? So I, that's my journey. I hope everybody's okay yeah. with understanding that. I also will, will say this for a person in my life. Um, will not, you know put anyone on blast or anything but that there was a person in my life who um you know years ago would have i not necessarily pro-choice would have said that abortion is wrong abortion is murder but did have the stance of like but should it be legislated Mm -hmm, should it be mm -hmm. in laws and things like that or should, should i be the one to tell people that they can't like it should be their own like moral decision um that person had a change of heart Mm-hmm. Was that person not a believer?
1: When yeah. they said that, was yeah. I not a
0: believer when I thought that homosexuality was okay? Well, I wouldn't say that. I think that I was, but i I thank the Holy Spirit. I think yeah. as I've moved more in the direction of Jesus. Things have been illuminated to me. Spirit and of truth. The spirit of truth. And so what all of this does, every time we come back to this in these conversations, is to don't forget where you came from. Don't forget what the Lord has done in your life. You have to extend that same grace, yes. long-suffering with people in your life. Yeah. They may not think the way that you think right now. What are you going to do? Just throw them out? Mm-hmm. They're trash now because they don't think exactly like you do right now? Remember, you didn't believe that before. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time you didn't believe that. It is only by the grace of God that you believe what you believe now. And so, it just it should it shouldn't be something that's like makes us point our finger at people like how could you? It's like ah, you're going you're going to go through mm-hmm. this process mm-hmm. too. And how much more beautiful to be a part of that process than to be the one who was like you don't believe exactly what I believe right this second. You're done. Yeah, that's why you he know?
1: says love others as yourself. Exactly. Not- just love Christians, That's so good. just those who follow That's Jesus. So no, it's everyone.
0: Yes. So anyway, that was mine. I hope that wasn't too much to share no. on the podcast. This is just a true process that you I think know, we I've would, been
1: that relates to uh, a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, it's good. I think it's good that we share that we're vulnerable, that we're mm-hmm. open to say, yeah, we, we all go through this process of, yeah. of wondering, of searching. And the thing is, though you, you did seek the Lord and the yeah. Lord showed you truth. And yep. so that's the main point of this. Is, I know we're going to talk about
0: deconstruction it. at this point, but I do think that is worth yeah. mentioning. If you're in that process, ask your questions to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't just sit around with your friends and be like, how could God and God mm-hmm. is so this and blah, blah, blah. Go to God. Yeah. Why? If I, I don't, you say this is a sin. You say this is wrong. You say this is not, you know, this is not a, this is not within your boundaries. Why? Mm hmm. I don't know that he'll give you a why, but I know he will give you peace in your he'll heart you as peace, to why yes, his yeah. yep. why his word says what it says. Yep. Um, we're, we're promised allowed, wisdom, alum, yeah. like being enlightened. These are things we're promised yeah. through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So. yeah,
1: we're allowed to come to Jesus and ask why. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean we're getting the answer we yeah. want. You know, yeah. it'll give you a peace and a calmness.
0: Absolutely. Though. It'll give you a confidence and, yeah. okay, this is why he said it. And sometimes it's, I don't know, because he said it and yep. his way is better. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Ask him up yeah. Oh, yeah. Um So anyway, great conversation, guys. It, 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 great areas is dicey, y'all. It I, is, I mean, bro. it is. It is. But I think it's good. I think it gives um, us, A, again, a humility to yes. know that we're not where we used to be and that we can be patient with other people. You
1: know, you funny you say that. I, you know, It's always funny in these series that yeah. things come to us or we were shown things that we never even planned. Yeah. And I think humility is a big one for our church mm-hmm. in this because mm-hmm. we do first approach every subject with humility yeah. and you'll have a different response. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. That's a
0: good yes. point. So, yeah, there's that. Oh, I didn't really do a salah, but I mean, goodness gracious, we're like two hours in this podcast salah. or something. Um, but... Real quick, let's do rapid fire So, All
1: right, let me do mine because I'm already ready. Mine is just the verse that we ended with in 2 Timothy 4 that Paul wrote. And this is just the challenge. Just remember, you have fought the good fight. You have finished the race. Excuse me. You have kept the faith. So continue in that. And what's reserved for you in the future is a crown of righteousness. And the Lord, the righteous judge, he will give you it on that day. So challenge is this. Keep the keep the faith fight the good fight push through persevere no race is easy yeah. uh, every race is a struggle yeah. keep keep going and when you get the finish line you have a reserved crown of righteousness waiting for you
0: yep beautiful love that verse Alex what about you
2: mine uh is your past is not in vain mm-hmm. um as much as I had a lot of questions and fought mentally about things. Um, It literally catapulted me into the man I am today. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, everything has a purpose. And so at least for me, and I I can't even say for like Ryan, because we've talked, we have so many similarities, even though it's like somewhat extreme, you know, (laughs) differences. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't in vain. We are the men who we are because um the lord showed us things and in our in his, in his in our relationship with the lord he's added clarity what's good and what's bad mm-hmm. and how to stay humble and how to yeah. be effective yeah. you know um and so that's that's what's brought me to that so i would encourage people don't don't i don't know um stop blaming the past yeah. stop um it's okay to question mm-hmm. wrestle with it wrestle with god mm-hmm. Um, but there's beauty in it and get the good and leave the bad, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I think that would be my, my
1: Salah. The past can teach you or it can haunt you. Yeah. And those two things really are up to us. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. I love how you said it. Take the good, leave the bad, move forward. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's so good. Um, well, mine, I am going to say this for clarity's sake. <laughs> I looked up the got questions thing. It is possible that the appearances of the angel of the Lord were manifestations of Jesus before his incarnation. Let's go. So, anyway, that's on Got Questions. If you want to go test what we talked about, (laughs) I believe it. Um, And hey, look it up for yourself. I don't know, Um, but I'm just saying that there were no, there were, there is no mention of the angel of the Lord after his incarnation. So, anyway, moving along. Um, So,
1: guys, thanks for joining us
0: on the Overflow Podcast, where we talk about. All things.
1: <laughs> well, that opens up a whole uh, other spiritual box
0: And about the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and um, go look up this stuff for yourself and join us next week on the Overflow podcast. Actually, next week, I'll say this I will be gone. Oh, uh, collective all. Um, Let it
2: be a surprise. Let it be a surprise.
0: But there will be a surprise. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. See y'all. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you'd like to learn more about New River Church, visit our website at newriver.church. You can join us for Sunday services in person and online, Sundays at 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. And check back here each week for new episodes of the Overflow podcast. We love you, New River. We'll talk to you next week.